Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. As a church, we've been doing a festival since, I mean, the 1940s as some sort of. We've been selling food. We're Greeks. That's what we do. So we've been making our food. Um, this is our fourth location of our church. Um, so we've 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 been doing something for since the church was incepted in 1940. At this current location, we, this is our 41st uh, annual festival. So that's a big deal. That's a long time. And it's not just local. It is regional. I mean, this is the St. Louis Greek festival that people know and come from far and wide to join in and participate, right? Yeah, we have people come in um, from all over the place, from different states. They look forward to it. A little disappointing the last three years that we had to do curbside, but um, we made that work. But now we're glad to be back in person. Yeah, I can't imagine it's easy to have a festival curbside. <laughs> it, it was hard. We tried to do the best to, uh, you know, make an ambiance out of it. But yeah, just delivering food to the car is not is not festival worthy. When people think about the Greek festival, what do you think first comes to mind? First comes to mind is, is our food. I mean, that, that's, that's number one. Our food is exceptional. It is all handmade at the church um, by the parishioners, baked and cooked fresh that day from our, our food, our entrees, and we have our desserts, which, uh, you know, the famous baklava, and we have so many different types of desserts. So that's really our main reason to be here. Well, we were in the kitchen earlier watching the ladies work, <laughs> preparing the food for this weekend. Um, but, but for you, Greg, what, uh, what food do you love that's Greek? I, I mean, I'm, I'm traditionalist. I'll go for a gyro. And, uh, you know, we, we make them here and we, we cut them off the, off the spit while they're spinning. It's, uh, you can't go wrong with that. With the tzatziki sauce. And so what else happens during the festival besides people eating a lot of Greek food? So at the festival, we have, so we'll have a live band going all the time, um, playing traditional uh, and modern Greek music. Uh, we have our youth group dancers. Um, so there's dancing throughout the day. Uh, we have church tours of our beautiful basilica to see the iconography. Um, we have an outside bar, a little bar area. Um, we have some vendors, so you can um, shop for some Greek items. Um just overall good time. What is kind of the essence of the Greek Orthodox Church in your mind? Like what what should people know about the, this particular church? Uh, this particular, I mean, the, the Greek Orthodox Church in, in general, we're, we're very traditional. The service has, has not changed much in the 2,000 years that we've been around. Our service is still half, uh, maybe a little bit more than half in Greek. And the rest is in English. So, and it w it was just founded by immigrants. So when when my parents and generation before them, when they they came to this country, uh, they wanted to establish a place of worship because the the religion is very important to the Greek people. It's it's very it's included in everything. Tell me a little bit about your story and how did you end up being the director of this Greek festival? <laughs> you don't just get there by accident, I'm sure. 
Uh, yeah, no one else wanted to volunteer. No. Uh, well, I, I cut my. Um, I attribute everything to my my parents. My dad was former parish council president on the parish council. So um, my brother and I were here from um, when we were born. And anytime there was an event, we'd be here. Um, anytime we did anything in this church, it was it was always a, a group, a family. So it's kind of my destiny to uh to get to this spot so yeah it's just it's very important to me i I love my my culture and um it's important to me and to us to uh spread that and to give back to the community a little bit does your family still have a connection to greece Uh, going back there do you go back there yeah well i still have most of my family still lives in greece um uh, so yeah my my Parents will be going there in about a month and a half. Um, I haven't been in a few years, but uh, yeah, I've been I've been before my brother and ever, so and most of the uh, a good amount of the families here still have family that lives over there. How big is the Greek population in St. Louis? Do you know? Yeah, I I don't know number wise. Uh, we have two churches. We have our, ourselves, and then we have St. Nicholas that's down in the city, um, and then we have St. Constantine and Helens that's over in uh, Belleville. Um, so it's a relatively small community. It is one that you, we continue to grow. Go around St. Louis, and you'll hear Greek every once in a while, and uh, lots of Greek restaurants. Lots of so there, you know. It's a good population. So in terms of the festival and its connection to the church, it's a fundraiser, right? It is. It's our it's our main fundraiser that helps to run the, the church and to do all of our ministries. Basically, it's about a third of our uh, operating budget that we make off this festival. So yeah, it's, uh, it helps to do everything. It helps keep the doors open and helps for us to spread our our uh, mission. We have ours on Memorial Day, and St. Nicholas has theirs on Labor Day. So, um, you know, we're, we're sister churches, so we kind of spread those out. So you'll be able to get Greek at the beginning of the summer and Greek at the end of the summer. But a lot of the Orthodox churches um, do put on put on festivals. And again, it's a way since the Orthodox Church, uh, most of them are culture based. It's a way for us to to spread that that culture. So are there adult beverages at the festival? There are plenty of adult <laughs> beverages. Yeah, there's something to do for everyone. We've got stuff for the kids. We have plenty of adult beverages. We have Greek beer uh, that's imported. Um, so there's ouzo, the classic Greek drink of ouzo. Yeah, oh, take a yeah. shot of ouzo. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's something to do for everyone. When people come here, what do they need to know logistically about parking and admission or, or whatever? So. Admission is free. Um, parking, so we operate shuttles. So we have parking that's a couple hundred yards away, and we have three shuttles running back and forth. So um, it's very little wait time. Um, our biggest thing that we're changing this year is we've gone cashless. So for the past three curbside festivals, we've been cashless because it's been online. So we, we decided that uh, we'll just continue that. That's really our biggest change. Other than that, you just come. You know, the uh, we've got signs to point you anywhere you need to go. We've got multiple food lines, multiple bars. I mean, you'll have a great time. Greg, tell me about the logistics of putting this thing on, this four-day festival. How do you make all the food? How does that happen? Yeah, so it, it is, it, it's definitely a, um, a team effort. Um, the festival's in May. We start 
again, getting everything, start cooking and, and, and making the food in October. October? And October. <laughs> and the, um, the, the parishioners, most of the ladies of, of the church, the older generation, they're here uh, every Tuesday cooking, baking, getting everything ready. We freeze it, and then we bake it fresh on the day that uh, the festival is. Well, give me an example of, uh, you know, how much are we talking about for one particular dish? So, say for spanakopita, which is the spinach uh, pie, the spinach pita pie, um, you know, there's, I believe, 18 pieces per pan, and we make 120 to 150 pans of it. That's just that's just the one item. So, it, it, it's... That's, massive quantities, that's massive a lot. quantities, and we usually sell out. It's amazing. So it is authentic for it sure. Is, you're not going to get more authentic. Well, it's authentic for sure. Also, a labor of love. D- definitely a labor of love. Um, again, we this community is very tight knit. Um, the church is a very a big part of our community. But yeah, they're they're amazing, and everyone who's involved. It we are a hundred percent run volunteers. From our chef, who's a vo- who was a volunteer, um, all the way down to um, people picking up trash. I'm like it's it's all parishioners, um, very little outside outside help. So, how big is the congregation? Um, our congregation is about 350 families, 350 to 400 families. So Greek families, they're usually pretty big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we have some really large. Yes, we do have some large families. So. Yeah, it is. It's just everyone helps, everyone participates, and uh, we get it done. All right, Greg Simos, <laughs> the director of the St. Louis Greek Festival at Assumption Greek Orthodox Church in town and country. Come out and visit. Uh, thanks so much for your time. No, we appreciate it. Thank you. It's great to learn about this place. Thank you. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.